0: Well, uh, we know yesterday the Northern Territory Chief Minister made some comments about bail, which certainly uh, the Police Association were pretty unhappy with. They said it was highly embarrassing for the government and deeply insulting to their members for the Chief Minister to lay sole responsibility on police to determine bail for violent offenders. Now, joining me on the line is the Northern Territory Police Association President Nathan Finn. Good morning. Finney, how are you?
1: Yeah, good morning Caddy. Good morning to your listeners.
0: Now, mate, um, what was your reaction to the Chief Minister's comments yesterday?
1: Oh, just overall frustration from our membership. Um, obviously it's not police who decides who gets bail. It's obviously we work within the constraints of obviously the current legislative framework, which is determined by the NT parliament.
0: So, uh, so of it, you know, she basically said, um, she had said that, you know, the police are determining bail. Uh, we spoke to the assistant commissioner before. He'd sort of explained it a bit more to us, as you have just done. It doesn't sound as though, you know, it's wholly and solely the police who are determining whether someone's bailed or not.
1: Yeah, that's correct, Katie. And obviously there's a process that has to take place, but it's all governed by the obviously legislative framework that we have to operate in. Obviously under the Bail Act, there's a lot of considerations to consider in relation to bail. But obviously it's clear the government's bail laws, particularly around edge weapons, aren't working. The changes do not go far enough and the presumption against bail should be extended to include offensive weapons and weapons such as to cause fear or harm to another person.
0: So can you just talk me through what's the process you know, if um, so if there is a violent offender uh, and, and you know, the police have have apprehended that person uh, and, um, you know, it's an aggravated assault, let's say, what's, you know, what is the process that the police have to work through?
1: So obviously, the process is the person, the alleged offender is obviously arrested, taken to the watch house of the police facility. Uh, at that point in time, obviously, the file's prepared, obviously, to a uh, standard acceptable to court, for acceptance to court. Uh, at that point in time, it's obviously... There's a custody side that's obviously refused that decision in relation to the overall matter. It makes sure that the correct evidence obviously suggests that the charges should be laid and the charges will be laid, obviously. And then a determination of bail is obviously done. Uh, at that point in time, there's obviously a presumption whether it's for bail, whether it's neutral, or whether it's uh, against. Yeah. Um, and obviously, at that point in time is, uh, obviously, we make a decision in relation to bail at police, obviously police. At that point in time, obviously, there's also a review process in relation to the alleged defender can go through as well, which obviously applies for a review of that matter to the judge on call.
0: And so... The comment from the Chief Minister was frustrating, I guess, because it's, you know, like it seems as though while the police, you know, the police may be determining um, sometimes whether somebody gets bail or not, a lot of the time that's not the situation. It actually goes much further than that.
1: Yeah, definitely, Katie, definitely. Obviously, i like to, obviously... Um, talk to you about it. Obviously, the Chief Minister reached out personally this morning in relation to the comments that were obviously um, on your show yesterday and obviously unreservedly apologised to myself and also to our members for her comments as they were taken out of context, she stated, um, which I obviously appreciated uh, her reaching out and obviously touching base with her and uh, an apology. Um, but on reflection, yeah, she just needs to know, knew that the comments were made that uh, were obviously not well worded and obviously, yeah, mm. and obviously the police, um, yeah, Upset, upset people by those comments
0: and so she has she's actually reached out to you this morning to apologize though
1: yes definitely Katie she rang up uh, personally apologised to myself and obviously our members um and I basically informed her that obviously I uh, thank you for your apology obviously mm. but um yeah if there's any comments like that they're that going to come out um be prepared that we're going to, to obviously challenge that ill-informed commentary.
0: Well, and, yeah, and I guess, you know, they would expect that, but, it is, you know, it's a good thing that she's she's made contact and uh, and apologised to you guys.
1: Yeah, definitely. She's made some uh, agreements and wants to meet with me personally and discuss some, uh, obviously, pressing issues uh, in relation to this and, obviously, in relation to the bail review and, obviously, in relation to the resource allocation review also uh, with government, obviously, I'm heavily pushing... Um, to make sure that our staff are supported out there to do the job, the best possible job Mm. that they can possibly do.
0: Well, uh, Police Association President Nathan Finn, appreciate your time this morning and uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. I wasn't expecting it to be twice in one week, but I'm sure we'll talk again soon.
1: No, definitely not, Cuddy, but (laughs) we're always here to uh, have a chat with you and uh, obviously to inform your listeners and obviously support our membership and make sure that they can do the best job they possibly can out there in the public.
0: Good stuff. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Nathan.